0: The college basketball experience, Chris Jans to Mississippi State episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by Winbet. Bet fifty dollars at Winbet and get 200 dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with Winbet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Yes, Win Bet to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com/sgp. That's ipvanish.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place, the absolute perfect place to sweat out some bets. And interact with the entire SGPN crew. So just go to sportsgamblingpodcastcom dot com slash discord.
1: This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride.
0: Yes, yes, Woo! welcome, welcome to the college basketball experience, Chris Jans to Mississippi State, hail State, my name is Colby Swingin' Dead to Base, Dan, a.k.a. Pick Dundee, that's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows, double the price, that no one touches Dundee. <laughs> oh, I love talking college basketball. We do it year round. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Hopefully you're watching on YouTube. As we break down this episode, I am joined by my co-host, uh, the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop by PA drinking
1: home
0: brew making tobacco road, living the free lack given Former, former, Hernando Basketball League MVP, giving up for NC Nick in the place to be.
1: There we go. How's it going, man?
0: I mean, do I just need to play? Uh, what should I hit him with? How about How about this? It's easy to see a tide turn. It's easy to see a tide <laughs> turn because the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I remember we're college basketball nuts we talk college basketball year round. Also remember, subscribe to the college football experience. Cause we talk college football year round in Mississippi state. Got a great season on our way. We just had Mike Leach on the right. show uh, and uh, excited about Will Rogers and everything. As we break down all 131 teams over there and we handicap every single division, one college football and college basketball game. We've been doing it for years, but you know, we're big time college basketball guys. And we always have been. So back when, let's just say, put you in a time machine and see Nick and uh, take you back to what was it? Uh, I'm trying to, to pull up the year. I want to say if I had to guess it was 96 or 95 when Eric Dampier yeah, and the Mississippi state Bulldogs
1: got to their first final four it seems like every once in a while, Mississippi state bubbles up and has a good basketball year. Obviously that was probably their best year ever. Uh, I, mean, I would imagine it's their only final forever. I don't have it that is. In front of it you, is. I do have sure, that, that. Okay. Pretty sure that'd be the case. Well, yeah. that
0: was my question. Had I asked you in that year that, Hey, for the next uh, say what? 26 years or so. <laughs> Yeah. Would you have seen, you know, would you have said, no, this team's not going back to a Final Four? Saying, hey, they're building something. They're coming back.
1: Tough to say. I mean, tough to say. Making the Final Four is not easy. Mississippi State's never been a, pa- a basketball powerhouse. Any team can catch lightning in a bottle one season and have the pieces fit right, have the right path to the Final Four happen. Uh, it happens, L- you know, but. Let me ask you this. I mean, since we're going through, we're going to get to Chris Jans in
0: a second. I know this this episode is about Chris Jans, but uh, with Hale state. So back in that era, that was Richard Williams who took him to the final four. Then Rick Stansberry comes along and Rick Stansberry only had only had one losing season out of uh, 14 years in Starkville.
1: He's he's certainly the coach I remember the most at Mississippi State because I thought he fielded quality programs year in year. Yeah, out. only one losing
0: season that was year two, um, and then he, he also had uh, four, six tournament berths, including four in a row at one point from from 2001 to 2005. Yeah, since then, so they fired him, and then they went with Rick Ray and then Ben Hallen. They've only been to one NCAA tournament since firing him uh, uh, over uh, s- s- over a decade ago. That um, was Howland in
1: 2019, right? Where they correct. lost in the first round. Yeah, correct. Um, well, Howland specifically in the seven years he was there, <laughs> obviously that's the only year that they made the NCAAs. That's not going to cut it. I know the sec is much better at basketball these days than they were back in the nineties or the two thousands. So it's going to be harder to win there. I mean, Mississippi, Mississippi state's never been an easy place to win at either football or basketball. Um, so Jans has his work cut out for him, but I think it was apparent that Hallen was not getting the job done. He was kind of up there, you know, in years and uh, maybe the game had passed him by a bit. I mean, he did have a really good run at Pittsburgh at UCLA, but he was not getting it done in Starkville. So a change was needed.
0: So the go out and my guy, Chris Jans, if you remember uh, back in March, I was all over New Mexico state beating Yukon that hit. Now I, I actually called for New Mexico state to go one round later. They didn't, they lost to Arkansas, but they did cover for me, but Chris Jans did a hell of a good job there. You can see the record on the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, 143 and 44 as a head coach of, of uh you know, D one college basketball, he actually has quite the career on the Juco level. Um, uh, you look at his career. He played at Loras from 1987 to 1991. I don't even know where Loris is, but <laughs> shout out to him. Uh, He then was an assistant at Elmhurst. Tell me when you've heard of any of these schools and we dive deep, <laughs> man. We dive fucking deep. Uh, then he went to Grandview as an assistant in the nineties.
1: Never heard of it, but it sounds lovely.
0: Yes. Then he went to Kirkwood
1: from '96 to '98,
0: and that was his first
1: head coaching gig.
0: He's paid his dues, man. Then he goes to Independence. Now I have heard of Independence Community College. I believe that's in Kansas. Okay, so he's there, and then yeah, a couple years there, and then he goes to Idaho as an assistant. The Idaho Vandals in Moscow. I've been to Moscow. Um, then he goes to Howard Junior College, not Howard in Washington D.C. Howard <laughs> Junior College. Then he goes to Chapola. This fucking guy. This guy was a manager at Chipotle. You worked there, (laughs) yeah? (laughs) That's that asshole that always told me I wasn't rolling the burritos right. Uh, (laughs) I'm joking, but he's at Chipotle. Then he goes and he's an assistant at Illinois State with the Redbirds. Um, Then he goes to Wichita State from 2007 to 2014. If you remember, NC Nick, Wichita State made the Final Four while he was an assistant there. Then he goes to Bowling Green for one year just, just one year uh, with the Falcons goes 21 and 12, almost uh, finished third in the Mac went to the CIT. And then New Mexico state says, Hey, come over here. And then year one in Las Cruces, he goes 28 and six. He finishes first placed in the WAC, and they make the NCAA tournament. And then he follows it up the next year, 30 and five, uh, followed by and, and 30 and five. This was the year, man. This was the year. You might recall, SEC fans, we're talking Mississippi State, Auburn, yeah, and Bruce Pearl got to the Final Four, and probably should have went to the national championship. It was a bad call missed in that uh, Virginia Auburn game, but uh, New Mexico State should have beat Auburn in the first round. They were up. The guy missed three free throws. If memory serves me correct, uh, to to that would have won
1: them the game.
0: Uh, so they went thirty and five. Funny for- how that works, though, because
1: if you remember, Kyle Guy hit. Three free throws to beat Auburn in the final four. Yeah. So funny how that works, where you know they they just barely skate by the opening round with a guy missing free, three free throws, and then they lose by a guy hitting three free throws. I feel anyway, like I ahead.
0: feel like we see that a lot though. Whether it was the Florida Butler game where I think Mike Miller made the the shot, or uh, Tyus Edney against Mizzou, which I think was I don't know if that was the first, time. it might have been the second, but.
1: Regardless, like I feel like momentum is a real thing on this thing, but uh, sometimes you just gotta get lucky in a game, and you just gotta survive in advance, and just keep on rolling. Definitely,
0: yeah. So then, the then in 2019 and uh, 20, he goes 25 and six, finishes first place yet again, but the tournament gets canceled because of COVID. The very next year, they only played 20 games. Uh, they were 12 and eight, mainly because, and I can attest to this because I was traveling through the state of New Mexico their fucking laws were crazy during COVID. Yeah, absolutely crazy. I, I feel like more so than any state. So they were 12 and eight, but you know where they were playing,
1: they were playing in like El Paso or something.
0: Right? Yeah. Uh, I believe El Paso and uh, in Arizona, they had to like divide yeah. up there. This was a crazy scenario. I believe they couldn't practice in the state. Like it was a, a crazy. So 12 and eight, third place finish. Uh, that was the one kind of blunder, and I don't even I'm not even gonna chart. That doesn't give the man a break yeah, there, yeah. certainly. Uh then the next year, twenty-seven and seven, first pl- tied for first in the uh in the whack. They beat the Yukon Huskies in the first round, and then they they almost take care of
1: Arkansas. They gave them everything. Uh who went on to beat Gonzaga before yes. losing to Duke. So yes. the Arkansas team was pretty good. Um I
0: gotta be honest the resume this talk about paying your dues this is this I'll say this to anyone out there man this guy he was first a head coach in 1996 to get to a power 5 program it was a 26 year journey
1: all right and you know what the guy's won wherever he's been at he's 53 years of age currently and uh you know A lot of times we see, we see this with college football coaches take like Brian Kelly, for example, Lant Leopold, for example. Uh, I like putting, you know, I like backing these coaches that have just won at every stop. You can tell it's not, I mean, like New Mexico state, they're a really good basketball program for people that don't know. They've been really good under the last three coaches. So yeah, you might look and say, well, he was kind of just, you know, he came into a very nice location in Las Cruces and he didn't have to build anything up. Sure, that might be the case there, but look at his whole resume and you see that the guys won everywhere. Yeah. And uh, for me, that means a lot. I agree. I mean,
0: look, I know New Mexico State has just five losing seasons since 1966, which Woo, to we'll show that you again, f- just five losing seasons since 1966. To the people that don't know, Las Cruces, uh, I've always wanted to go to the game. I know we're planning this at some point because I know in Albuquerque, they have the pit and in Las Cruces, they have a, a great fan base. Uh, We got to make that trip, but only five losing seasons since 1966, I would be curious what company they would be with. You know what I mean? As far as how many other schools have had that track record. Seriously, that uh, is very
1: impressive. I mean, if you look at, it, he took over for Paul Weir, was the coach before Sands at New Mexico State. For some Brett, reason, he only Brett coached Weir? there one year. <laughs> <laughs> just... Paul Weir only coached there <laughs> one year, but he went twenty-eight and six, made the NCAAs. Before that, the coach was Paul Menzies. He made the NCAAs more often than not. Uh, you know, overall sixty-four percent winning percentage from for New Mexico State. So it's a very good program. He definitely kept it afloat. You could argue, took it to an, an even higher level. Uh, he did a great job there.
0: Well, here, here's how I know it's coach proof. And this is my philosophy. And and I love the way, like to me, I I've watched, I've been a fan of New Mexico state for a while, uh, back to the days of like Lou Henson and Reggie Theus, I would catch their games and uh, on TV and, and I liked their program, but they were, they were not, they were like a finesse team under, under Theus and stuff. Right? Chris Jan's team was tough, man. Yeah, They weren't, uh, you know, guys, uh, three point shooters. This was a team that locks you down defensively and really makes you earn every basket. To me, that's something you can't just, it's not, that's not turnover from a coach. That is a coach building his identity with his team. And I, I think based on that, I'm going to go ahead and say, I know we, we've already been going through the, we got Lamont Paris. We still have to cover with South Carolina, but we went through the Todd golden to, uh, to Florida episode. Go listen to that. Mike white to the Georgia bulldogs, uh, Matt McMahon to LSU and Dennis Gates to Missouri. This is the best hire in my opinion that was made in the sec this off season with college and- basketball.
1: And you know, when he was hired, he had a a great quote, I thought, and uh, the question was something along the lines of, you know, uh, how did, how does NIL affect things and, and how does the transfer portal affect things? And he said, I don't think it's that difficult. Just recruit pretty much recruit every day, the majority of the day, to be honest with you. And you know what, that's what we've been saying on all these college basketball podcasts is that the, the, the job has changed for a college basketball head coach. And you have to be willing to hustle. And the hustle is the nonstop recruiting of new players, of players you're trying to bring into your program from the transfer portal and keeping your existing players from departing via the transfer portal. So, uh, and you saw him bring in some big time recruits at New Mexico state, like Teddy Allen, from New from Nebraska, who had a great NCA tournament last year. So uh, on the surface here, I definitely like the higher. I think he's a good fit at Mississippi State, but it is a tough, a tough place to win at,
0: and he's already kind of he went out and got Eric Reed in the portal from Southeast Missouri. Deep diving. He's deep diving. He also got in, uh, I mean, obviously a couple of players left as well. He also brought in uh, Will McNair, his big man from uh, New Mexico State, to come with him as well as uh, Jamel Horton from Albany, and uh, he got Sean Davis, who's good. He's a shooting guard from Morgan State. I think he can be a difference maker. He also got power forward uh, Tyler Stevenson from Southern Miss. Um, these are uh, these are our are, are smaller schools. We'll see what he does. We know he like. I guarantee if you ask Bruce Pearl. <laughs> Who got so lucky to beat them in 2019? He'd probably say, or Eric Musselman, to tell you the truth, because Musselman he barely got that dub against uh, New Mexico State last year. I bet you, if you asked those two, they'd say he's a damn good coach. And uh oh, now now when we go into Starkville or we have them on the schedule, we know this is going to be a grinded out game. So I wonder yeah. how long it takes. And I guess that's the question now. I got to ask you.
1: And, and, but also before we go there, talk about, you know, recruiting your own players. Well, when when you inherit a new team, part of your job is recruiting the current players to stay and yeah, you know, rocket Watts left Anderson Garcia and Jalen Johnson went to AM, Derek Fountain went to LSU camp Carter went to K state JV Davis went to UAB. It sounds like there was a mass exodus, but Shaquille Moore, the six, one guard and DJ Jeffrey is just six, seven forward. They went in the transfer portal, but they, he but he was able to convince them to come back and join their the, probably their all around best player last year, Tulu Smith, the six eleven center slash forward. Yeah, you know, so so getting more and Jeffries back, even though that they went into the portal, put him with uh, Tulu Smith and all those uh, recruits coming in, and you at least have a roster to work with in your first season.
0: Yeah, and look if if you can win if you can go thirty two and five at Chipola, then damn it, you can win in Starkville, baby. (laughs) All right, I love this hire, and I gotta ask you before we get out of here: five years from now, we've been doing this with all all of these coaches that have been hired in the SEC, and and uh, check out our other episodes too as we break down all of college basketball. Uh, Five years from now, will Chris Jans be in Starkville and see Nick?
1: Well, there's a couple of things that he has going for him obviously his track record where he wins wherever he's at whether it's it's Kirkwood or Howard College or Chipotle uh <laughs> you know i i think he won regional manager of the year <laughs> that year uh, the, the, that, uh, he was at chipotle in 03 and 04 so
0: they really expanded <laughs> they expanded after the success of chipotle after chris jans is fucking pretty pretty impressive
1: uh, yes exactly he's responsible <laughs> for a lot of that growth uh but also I think Mississippi state is relatively patient with their head coaches. They gave Howland seven years, even though he only made one NCAAs, uh, it's more of a football university, I suppose. Uh, not that they don't want to succeed. Obviously they want to do do well on the hardwoods as well, but I I don't think it's not like it's a crazy environment where you have to win right away or you're going to be gone in three years. So, uh, yes, I will say he will be there in five years. I think he'll do a good job. I think it's going to take. I don't think they're going to make the NCAAs this year, uh, but I think he's willing to to do that hustle that we talked about. So um, I think he's going to do a pretty good job there. I think you're going to see them bubble up every couple years, make an NCAA, maybe go to a Sweet 16 or something. I think it's. it's I think the SEC, like I said earlier in the podcast, I think it's it's tougher these days. I think there is a better basketball conference all the way around. So it's going to be hard to be like a, a, an annual NCAA tournament team, but I think he's going to do a good job there. I give it, are are we doing grades yet? Might as well. I give it a B.
0: Yeah. I think it's a B plus. I think this is, I know we, we graded the other ones. And I think if you were to make a case for an a out of the whole sec, I think this would be the one, Uh, obviously we've never seen him at a power five school. So yes, there is that
1: Um, he does have a longer track record than some of those other young coaches coming in also from the mid majorish level. So, uh, you know what? You kind of convinced me B plus there Chris we go. Jan's going to do big things in Stark, Vegas.
0: dude. He, he went through the grind. Look, there's, there's times in life where people are qualified. This motherfucker went through it. He's qualified. I'm excited. I'm excited. And I'm not going to just write off uh, the bulldogs to make the NCAA tournament yet. We know Auburn's good. We know Arkansas is going to be good. We know, uh, Uh, Kentucky's loaded, but Bama Bama might be kind of, I think probably around the NCAA tournament with Nate Oates. Yeah. It might take a year in, uh, in Baton Rouge, uh, Kermit Davis at Ole Miss. You know, I I think Mississippi state's got a leg up on Ole Miss. I know they wanted me to say that, but I also believe that. (laughs) And uh, I agree. I think with golden year one at Florida, Mike white year one at Georgia, someone's got to win these games. Stackhouse is still at Vandy. Mizzou's got Dennis Gates. Like I, I see. Okay. Clear cut Kentucky and Auburn winning, yeah. Uh, you know, Kentucky, Auburn, Arkansas. They're going to be in the NCAA tournament, right?
1: Yes. Yes. After, After that, that, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's kind of wide open. So Hey, there why we not, go, man?
0: Why not? There we go. Maybe Texas A and M. I don't know. Uh, either way, I love the hire. NC Nick loves the hire. You're listening to the College Basketball Experience. Subscribe. Tell a friend. And also remember, like I said, watch on YouTube. Subscribe over there. The College Basketball Experience. Also, uh, we're in the middle of breaking down all 131 college football teams. Yes, we go team by team. So whether you're a New Mexico State fan listening to this because you like Chris Jans, we got you covered with the Aggies or Hale State. That episode's already out. And we have an interview with Mike Leach we did, so go check out all that. Also subscribe to the college baseball experience. Look, Raphael Palmero, Will Clark. They went to to Mississippi State. And and just two years ago, you won the national championship. But or last year, essentially. But But then this year, Ole Miss won. So it's time to strike back. It's time to strike back. We got you covered on the College Baseball Experience. Subscribe over there and check out the Sports Gambling Podcast as well. Uh, we already just, uh, shit, in the past week or so, Pat McAfee, Mike Leach, like I said, those interviews are out there. They're in the middle of doing NFL futures. If you're a Saints fan, uh, whoever, Falcons fan, check it out. Uh, also, check out the USFL gambling podcast. We host that too. Football year round. We love it. All right, folks, check out, get the SGPN app. You're going to have access to all of that. Check out the Discord channel too. Uh, if you give us a five star review on iTunes, for the college basketball experience. Take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D. find the college basketball experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Uh, show me that screenshot and we'll send you a college basketball experience. T-shirt. How about that? All right. Give us a follow as well. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, give us all a follow folks. And uh, yeah can't wait for the season. Is it November 7th yet? Cause I want to see hail state basketball. Uh, we got you covered folks. This is the college basketball experience. Hail state style. You better start thinking about yours and we of here.
1: Well I don't got I can't uh <laughs> the head call but
0: it's easy to see a tide turn.